Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 182. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hiya. And today we're going to get super spoilery on the season finale of Legends of Tomorrow, episode 116, Legendary. To recap, Rip takes the team to May 2016 to let them decide their own destiny. Sarah finds Quentin running communications in the Arrow Lair and learns that Laurel is dead. Ray and Roy decide to look out for one another, Stein is bored, etc. Mm-hmm. They all come together to signal Rip, come back to the Wave Rider, and stuff happens. Kendra in 1944, I think she gets Sergeant Rock killed, <laughs> which I'm not okay with, but leaves a note in his helmet telling the team where to find her, and it's the helmet in Rip's study. Um, so thanks to some chronometric repositioning, <laughs> they figure out where Kendra is, and go to find her. Um, So then they realize that Savage is looking to reset time back to ancient Egypt so he can be a god, and so he's going to perform... To do so, he's going to perform some lame-ass ritual with Hawkman's blood over some Thanagarian meteors and three different time periods. The good thing about this mess of a plot, we get to see our team kill Savage three times. (laughs) Kendra and Carter decide to go... And they all count. (laughs) And they all count. Kendra and Carter decide to go see if they can have a life together. And the rest of the team decides to go on more adventures in the Wave Rider before another Wave Rider shows up and freaking Rex Tyler of the Justice Society of freaking America pimps Woo! out. Pimps out, y'all. Pimps Motherfucking out. Motherfucking hour, man. Hour, man. Motherfucking hour, man. I, I would try to tell you how excited I am, but you just, you just heard... Dave make I like dent sounds. I, 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 I <laughs> freaking hour man. Uh, Jacob Raspberry of the uh, Screen Explosion podcast tweets us and says, "Now that's how you end a season." <laughs> Agreed. The Justice Society of America and Hour Man. <laughs> Arthur White says, "Bravo, Legends of Tomorrow in the finale. Good use of timey wimey jibber jabber and great surprise at the end. Mm-hmm. Maybe even DC on screen enjoyed it." Eh, half and half, I think. Nope. I don't know. Nope. No? I enjoyed it. We're going to round it up to about a point eight with my... Uh, you think? Yeah. Yeah, it's about I 80% enjoyed a lot of elements. average our, our enjoyments. I enjoyed a lot of elements of it. And then other elements, I was like, what's... What? <laughs> like Scott Madison says, chronometric repositioning, a.k.a. convenience engine. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. That was some bullshit. <laughs> That was some bullshit. Like, I have not seen some bullshit. That was no, ridiculous. Uh, no, uh, there was uh, a chronothermic reaction. Oh, yeah, okay. There was that, too. <laughs> I mean, you say like you haven't seen some bullshit. I, I know. I don't I damn know. know, but come on. We yeah, got a guy, like who, I got ha- a guy who can only be a superhero for an hour. Shit. I know, I know, I know, I know. There are well, worse things sense. in the world. No, it makes more sense. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> all right, look, all drugs, all drugs have a half-life, and, and uh, right. I think they call it like a, a plasma dynamic something or other. I can't damn remember at this point. But they, mm-hmm. all drugs wear off after a while. The reason five-hour energy is called five-hour energy is because caffeine affects your, your, your body substantially for five hours. Uh-huh. Uh, all drugs have that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell Miraclo has, but apparently one hour is reaction time, and then it is mm-hmm. a very steep drop-off. Right. <laughs> Um, look, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, like I said, best thing that happens this season, I saw Vandal Savage get killed three times. 
end <laughs> with a plum. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Like, I mean, Mick just beats his ass. Like, Sarah just beats his damn ass. Yeah. It, it, oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun to watch him actually get beaten. And Rory, sorry, every time I want to say Rory, rip. Uh-huh. Man, he just, he, I, this is, Arthur Devil's a, a, he's a great actor. Um, uh-huh. Especially in the Doctor Who concept. So when I say Rari, what I'm really referring to is like, I bawled my eyes out a few times when he was playing Rari. <laughs> the, the man who waited, the freaking, mm-hmm. the, the Angels Take Manhattan. I, I don't know, I don't know how much liquid I lost when I watched the Angels Take Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, oh, dear God. That was but rough, man. It, it was rough. It was really rough. But like, um, I remember you like came into the writer's room where I was <laughs> normally stationed. Yeah. With like tears streaming down your face, and yeah. I was like, "Angels," and you were like, "Uh huh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit!" And, <laughs> oh, they they both went, Dave. Yeah, I was I was broken yeah. up. I was really yeah. broken up. It was rough. It was so forgive for me you. when I say Rory instead of Rip, please do. Right. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Rip just grabs the uh, like he he. I love the the anger in this movement. Like he grabs the 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 knife that's already in the guy's heart and throws him into like a circuit breaker with it, mm-hmm. or a breaker box, whatever it is. It's oh, it was a phenomenally like just brutal gesture. Loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. After all this uh, time, I really did watch. I, I mean, you said it. I really liked watching Vandal Savage die all those times because we've mm-hmm. earned that this season. We've yeah. earned that. With every time he went, Chara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you knew then <laughs> you would love it more. Chara. Just say it, name. Just say it, the name. Say it right. right. Um, so I love that Rip returned them to May and not January because he knew that if Sarah was there to fight Damien Dark, she would then get her and Lance she, killed too. She would die, Laurel would die, and Lance would die. That was yep. rough, and I enjoyed the hell out of that. I was like, and it was oh, a decent yes, explanation. Awesome. That was cool. That was cool. That's the kind of shit I like about time travel. Like, I like to see those, or at least, you know, hear tell of those types of possibilities. Yeah. Um, I thought the scene that Quentin with Quentin and Sarah were, that was wonderful. They both did a really good job. I am not nearly as cranky. Well, I'll say over Mm -hmm. Sarah these days. Like, as far as acting, like she is really coming to her own as an actress a lot better than she was in season two. Um, of era. I don't know. What do you think? I have to agree. Although I, I've got to temper both of our opinions against the rest of the world. So I, I don't know. I really don't know. I like, well, you I, know, everybody else really loved Katie lots and what she was doing on, on arrow, even in season two, when we were the most disappointed in what was happening. So I, well, yeah, but everyone kind of fell in love with her over the prospect of Katie Cassidy being black canary. <laughs> importantly, yeah. And then, you know, there are assholes like us who just didn't like either one of them for an extended period of time. I had no idea. I had no problem with her as the Black Canary. It was just whenever she was talking or doing any of that. But she has, like, she was not really an an actress when they cast her. She was a stunt person. She knew gymnastics and and all that shit. uh, But she was, uh, I think she was trained as a dancer. Yeah, something like that. So she was. The girl girl knows how to make her body do whatever the fuck it needs to do right and uh, uh very talented as far as that goes you know what a lot of the issues that i had like the strange faces she would make when she was waiting on somebody else to speak uh reaction shots and stuff like they've pretty much cleared up like she's kind of gotten it looks like she's just had like on the draw on the job training for the last few years and she's just 
kind of really gotten the hang of it. Maybe. I mean, so. when she's threatening Rip, I absolutely bought it. Right. Like, she's starting to have, like, actual an emotional impact on me with the way she does stuff now. Where it's like, okay, she's acting now. Cool. <laughs> like, she's not just saying lines because, you know. No, you, you can dig in. You can really, like, tuck into a character yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, uh, her, her and Quentin, man. Talking about Laurel actually got to me a little bit. Like I and got, you, I got, I got. You knew cheerful. she was going to try to like time save Absolutely. Laurel. It's just there's Absolutely. no way. Absolutely. And like the look that she has, like that look of just like disgust and uh, just that tragedy setting into her soul when he explains why they can't do that, why they yeah. can't save them, yeah, or yeah. save her. Just shit. Like, yeah, she, she did a good job. She went with through it. like she the last it. three stages of grief all at once. Yeah. And you know what? She kind of she took it like an assassin. Like Thea should have taken the death of Alex. Well, I say that, but they were actually making it seem like something. It was, it was weird. The death mm-hmm. of boyfriend, mm-hmm. why? Well, I mean, it was like, okay, well, this is messed up. But you know what? I got to deal with this and move on. Get off the ground, Thea. Get off the ground. <laughs> Stop crying. Stop. You were so Keep upset. Keep track you didn't of the even... bad guy behind you that You're killed like, him. Where's Anarchy? He disappeared. No. What the hell you say? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't wiping your tears on your dead boyfriend's beard. <laughs> uh, anyway. That was a good beard, at least. It was a good beard. Sorry, we're talking about Arrow now. Yeah. <laughs> and if you watch Legends and not Arrow, I don't know how to talk to you, so I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for listening, though. <laughs> I I don't know how you would be getting along episode to episode, but... <laughs> Me either. I, okay, uh, you know. <laughs> and like I said in the last podcast, in the last episode for the Arrow, I really enjoyed how, like... Yeah, Quentin was down there just kind of doing running communications, and I'm pretty sure they were down there running around with uh, with Ruve and Anarchy and all those cats while she was up there talking to Quentin. So that's pretty yep. that's pretty dope, man. Yep. Um, I like that Ray followed Rory. Um, of course, yeah, he was his and getaway like he's driver. He's the first person he wants to to recruit. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the gulag and all. Yeah, that's a fine thing. They've been through a lot. Kinda, I, and like the Captain that Cold auditions that that, uh, that Heatwave is apparently uh, holding. <laughs> you know it's bad when Rory's going. You're not very good at this. Yeah, yeah. Like, when Rory's like, "No, oh, I can make a better plan than this." I, this is I bad. like his explanation though of like, "Why do you keep doing this?" I like stealing stuff. It makes me feel good. It it's so damn simple, and it it makes mm-hmm. so much sense when he says it. Mm-hmm. And I did. I love that they hung a lantern on the fact that they're awful at time travel. Like they made a whole thing about like you know. Oh yeah. yeah. No, we, that the season has culminated in in it, it kind of uh, calling itself out on saying we're terrible at this. By the way, before that mm-hmm. with with uh, with Ray and and uh, Rory, he. Uh huh. I got I I laughed so hard when I saw this. Like uh, Ray is talking to him. He's trying to convince him, and he does this like back and forth gesture with the pointing finger, mm-hmm. and, and he's saying he wanted this. And and Mick just asked, what are you doing with your hand? Like, <laughs> that fucking killed me, man. Like, Mick is the standout comedian of the show so far. He is. He's good. He's really... Man, he cracks me up. Every damn episode, he cracks me up. Yeah. And then he can come back with something sinister. Like, all right, you, you, you get... Uh, where does he put it? Uh, we've got your point, now, now get ours. That ship's not taking off without us. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you tell him no. You first. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, dude, Firestorm transmuted some shit. Transmutation is on the table. Transmutation. I wonder. Like we've talked I was about just this saying before. a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. 
We we've talked about it uh, a few times this season. Like it's it's transmutation. That's it's an extraordinarily powerful thing to have on the table. You have to cap it and you have to mm-hmm. like, bottleneck it somehow, or it's just. I mean, it's it's too powerful because it, yeah. every situation can be solved with well, turn it to water. Well, turn it to water. Yeah. So I absolutely <laughs> dig that they've got it on, but now mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious about all right. Well, what kind of a what kind of reins are you going to put on this thing? I guess it's in a matter it's, it's a matter of focus and uh, yeah, but and practice uh, and all that. I really enjoyed Scott's commentary on this. He Scott Madison of SimplySyndicated.com said to us, Tonight on a very special episode of Legends of Tomorrow, Jax learns, for the 52nd time, the value of teamwork. Mm-hmm. You know this because he says, let's do this together, aight? Yeah, yeah. And it's the <laughs> and, uh, 52nd time, so it's going to work now right. until they reboot it. <laughs> right. I, that did bother me. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of Jax a lot of the time. Like The best he was is when he was dealing with his dad. Yeah. And then they solid. just kind of... Made him ridiculous again. Uh, that was solid. Um, transmutation is such a big damn thing. Like to have it as is. an ability out there in the world, it's just it's giant. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I mean, Legends just made him the most powerful character easily, ever. Easily. And talking about power, apparently something Ray's been working on. He can shrink things now. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, but yeah, we were we were talking about how they might not actually even do the transmutation for Firestorm because you know you kind of keep things interesting. You need to sometimes handicap a character. Yeah, that was. Okay. I mean, we we well. talked about that earlier. Like we understood why they didn't didn't bring that up, and um, now they've done it. So like I I had you before. I was willing to explain away the fact that you can't do transmutation before, mm-hmm. but now you've done it. So that's on you. Yeah. So good you luck, guys writers. have done this. I was going to say good luck, writers. <laughs> I was like, okay, so you've done this. So just know assholes like us are going to be sitting here going, so if he, I mean, he's pretty so, much doing it at will now, whenever the plot just, needs it to. So, yeah. like, when they were fighting the Nazis for the 12th time on this show, why right. didn't he just, like, transmute all of their, well, because of the timeline, because, they don't, you know, those weapons were supposed to be there? Okay. And then we're going to be going, uh-huh, okay, but it's it's okay to assault a, an entire police precinct, but okay, sure, sure. Okay, sure. so it's it's sure. okay to kill Sergeant Rock. <laughs> well, it doesn't have anything to do with this argument. No, no, it doesn't, but Sergeant you had, Rock. You had such hope. You had such hope. <laughs> we didn't confirm it was Sergeant Rock, but I'm pretty sure that was Sergeant Rock. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against you. I'm not against you. Against me? Against you. <laughs> I like so, the uh, I I like the quote. I don't want to lose another friend. Oh, that one, that one, that one hurt me a little bit. That one did. I appreciate and, that, Mister Rory. Ooh, that one hurt me a little bit. And like that, Rip getting to hang out with his uh, with his family for a second. That that mm-hmm. hurt a little bit. And I was kind mm-hmm. of already getting, you know, it was just one to the kneecap, one to the other kneecap. I'm I'm starting to weaken. And then oh, you you finally get back to a. You may not think you're a hero, but you're a hero to me. You got that? Mm-hmm. Man, I was sobbing. The, yeah, I, I, I was. Man, the tears hit me as soon as he told Snart, you're the best guy I ever knew. I went, yeah. oh. <laughs> I was hurting. It was, um, I'm weak. Oh, one of my favorite things. And oh my, I don't know how he became, he was like one of my least favorite things on Arrow. Mm-hmm. And now he just brings me ridiculous amounts of joy because of how dumb they make him sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
But Quentin telling Sarah, I can't pretend to understand this time travel thing, but it sounds important. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds extremely real. That is that is some real talk. It's like sometimes they like, make he's over Joe here and dealing Quentin with so stupid. It's ridiculous. No, he's over here dealing with what cannot quite. They can't really be described as like terrestrial concerns. And then you tell him, "Oh, there's temporal shit happening too." He's you know he's he's doing his damn best, but he hadn't had time to think about that. I understand. But most there's a guy who's kind of a future, a weird god, and apparently like. Some guy across town can see the future now. He's confused. He's really confused. He has not had time to think about this. I don't know. Like, I've dealt with the public a lot in my life with the jobs that I've had. I understand a lot of people are stupid. And a lot of people don't envelop themselves in the bullshit that we do to where we think we understand time travel, which I'm almost certainly we don't. I'm almost certain we don't. I second that. However, the fact that they actually, like, they do it to Joe... But it's charming with Joe. Quentin, I mean, here is pretty charming. But he sounds like he's retarded. Like, he sounds like he should be in a movie, I don't know, where John Ritter plays a gay dude. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he sounds like he's in Sling Blade or something, man. He's like, I thought you were going to go for Bad Grandpa. But, okay. No, no. I can't pretend to understand this time travel thing. But it sounds important. No kidding, it sounds important, buddy. It's time travel. It's a thing that, <laughs> as far as your important. science... Is concerned is not possible, right? I mean, how are you a police captain? I when you pick up a flashlight to shine in some moonshiner's face, do you like look at it for a few seconds and try to figure out how light works? Oh yeah. no, that see this seems this seems more straightforward. Oh, you kind it? of uh, like in in the way that you would look at something like time travel and go, I don't understand it, but that seems important. Um, you would walk into the open woods and look at a distillery and go, I don't understand how distilleries work. But that looks like something I should probably arrest someone for. <laughs> I like I I would bet your average beat cop doesn't know how a meth lab let meth lab turns cold medicine into drugs, but they probably know they're supposed to arrest someone when they see something like it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a funny line to me. Yeah. Does, why does no one notice the wave riders in the city? Like it's floating above buildings. Like there's no panic in the streets. Like they're in the middle of a city. Like it's floating. It's flying around buildings skyscrapers and shit like i keep thinking i keep thinking that you know it it comes they they only see it for a second and then it cloaks itself so they think what the hell did i just see well that's weird and they're also existing in a world where like the flash is front page news in central city that's the best explanation i've heard they're just used to this shit a little bit like like we just watched the well we'll get to this in the news but the powerless trailer came out i i assume it's it's flippant in that in that manner Mm, that's a good explanation I don't know what time frame they were in. Like Scott was complaining about the time frames, how it was like all like those meteors were showing up in all places that they actually showed up themselves. Yeah. Yeah. He disapproves, you know, unless Gideon was, unless those times were specifically important because of those reasons. And that's why they were sent there in the first place because of the Oculus. I don't know. Well, I actually, I didn't think about this. Um, until you mention it, but did the meteors necessarily show up in that time, or did he just wait until that time to use each of the meteors? Because I, I think they fell in those specific times. If they all showed up at a certain time, and he just waited to distribute them amongst uh, the timeline, uh, the, the the years, I guess um, that makes sense. 
That's fine. Yeah, he says, uh, the rare alignment of Earth and Thanagar happens three times in the space of less than a century, and all three of those times just happen to be the time periods that the team has visited this season. I disapprove. I think mm. that makes sense if Gideon is, is if Gideon and the Oculus are like sending them to those times or taking them to those times. Well, and Gideon's kind of, Gideon's a, a, trying to use, a, a, well, she's trying to figure out when substantial things are happening so her figuring out when the oculus specifically is most, um, specifically when savage is like out in the open and, and vulnerable and doing something that seems like it's going to be actionable uh-huh. like that that actually plays yeah that would make sense oh poor gideon though what is that line um may i share something with you i'm not ready to die yet that was good that was great i didn't quite get a tear no it was just it was another it was another um yeah, it, it, just another thing that happened to me while I was kind of getting teary in that whole section. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> watching that dry, that would that would be kind of a holy shit. The computer just told you that it wasn't ready to die. Right, right. Um, hmm. Also, all right. Uh, while I'm talking about me being teary, Mick going back and and talking to him about uh, you may not think you're a hero. Uh-huh. He influences Snart's timeline. He does. He that's in the back of Snart's head the entire time is like the the guy the the guy who saved me thinks I'm a hero, like and he's got this eternal loyalty to to Mick because Mick was the guy who stood up for him right. Mm-hmm. So him thinking like him thinking that the guy who actually stood up for who was his hero thinking him he's a hero like that's that's got to matter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Kronos essentially pops in and changes time again, and it's not it's not stumbly and it's not clumsy for him to do it it's it, it's chronos this guy's a, a trained time master at this point he he can pop in and change time in that subtle little way and i'm gonna believe it yeah and they're even like you can do it again or we can come back and he's like eh, leave it yeah, yeah yeah you got this right so uh eternally grateful to the writers and i guess whoever else is responsible for this for the hawks being gone i'm tired of their story i'm tired of kendra yeah, I'm, I'm pretty tired of her being over a, that situation tired of her being a barista I'm tired of her flip-flopping on Ray. Yes, please, go away. Go try to make it work together. Please. Thank you. Yeah, pretty bored with that situation at this point. And just as Scott loves it, I love Mick going, I give it three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, meaning they might show up next season and, and like, episode one, and, and well, I thought you guys were going our way. Ah, uh, we, it was boring. Can we help you guys out? All right, fine. Well, they've actually announced that uh, CRNA is not going to be back. She'll she might be back, uh, you know, intermittently, but she's not going to be back as far as like a regular on the show. Okay. How about uh, I forget who's playing Carter Hall, but oh, I think he's been gone for a while. Okay. All right. Well, we're, we're going hawkless. He's not a regular wingless. anymore. Yeah. So yay. Because mm. they just I don't know they just been doing nothing with her really except having her flip flop, which is sad because Hawk Girl's a really good character. They're yeah they're both has a been lot really of fun. Good yeah yeah I mean. And you know what? They're saying, you know, Guggenheim and company are saying they're not hitting up Thanagar for the bad guys for season two. Oh, Thanagar is not going to be the big bad? No. They said it's something else entirely. Uh, okay. <laughs> Still, there was a lot of lip service to Thanagar, and can mm-hmm. I just thank the writers for that alone? Yeah. yeah. They I'm said watching it, network you know. television, and I'm seeing the words Thanagar. I, 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 man. Well, you know, the people like me who are first-run Just- Justice League Unlimited Justice League and Justice League Unlimited Watchers. We we got that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, primetime, baby. Starcrossed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know where it is, TASers. Yeah, Starcrossed was freaking <clears throat> amazing. We've um, gone into that, I think, before. <laughs> 
Again, damn animated series making it impossible for the live action stuff to compare. Um, anyway, it's rough. It it's is sometimes. Really I feel bad. <laughs> um, gosh. Um, I'm gonna go into something that Scott's saying here. It's a little. This one. Yeah. This is a little long winded, but it's really cool. Um, first he says, kudos on the JSATs. I doubt many fans will recognize the name Rex Tyler or even our man. I did. But straight up, straight up, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I heard Rex Tyler and went, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I had to look it up. I had to look it up. Oh, wow. Really? I'm going to tell you, I had to look it up. As soon as he, like, he didn't even say Rex Tyler. He walked out of the wave rider and I looked at him and went, oh, I bet it's, I bet it's our man. I, I like, this he walked out thought. and went, wait, 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 what, what's going on? Like, I, it was a tip of the tongue thing, and he said Rex Tyler, and I still thought, "Fuck, who am I looking at?" And did you catch it? They even did the, they even did the Berlani thing. My name is Rex Tyler, and <laughs> I am a member of the Justice Society of America. No, I have a greater point about Rex Tyler. It, like, all right, I hope they do this because it sounds it sounds like it should be done. Um, Miraglo, Miraclo, right? Mm-hmm. Man, does that not sound like the stuff they used in season two of Arrow? Mirakuru? Mirakuru. I'm hoping it's an evolved form of Mirakuru oh. that he actually ends up using. So the show's oh. hacked. Interesting. Anyway, uh, Scott continues. Um, Considering the fact that the JSA originally consisted of Dr. Fate, Our Man, the Spectre, the Sandman, the Atom, the Flash, Green Lantern, and Hawkman, and Wesley Dodd, Sandman, uh, is the only one of them not in- already introduced in Constantine movies or another CW show. Their choices were limited. I know, I know mm-hmm. Green Lantern from the original JSA was the magic-based Alan Scott rather than the GL uh, core member Hal Jordan, but I assume all Green yeah. Lanterns are tied up with movie rights, including Alan Scott, and not available to CW. But hey, they kept Our Man in a cape and hood, so bonus points for that. Whoa, Brainstorm, mm-hmm. do you think Berlani and company are cooking up a JSA show? Um, Maybe. But no, um, it could be done with some fancy deal making. Pull Doctor Fate and Spectre from Constantine. Absolutely. Introduce oh, the yeah. following: Thanagarian, Fell, Andar as the new Hawkman. I'm down. Wesley Dodd mm-hmm. as Sandman. Again down. Alan Scott mm-hmm. as Green Lantern, or call him Sentinel to conform to avoid confusion with the movie universe. That's pretty damn good, man. Uh, Ryan Choi as a new Adam. Uh, oh. slide Wally West in as this show's Flash and you've got a full version of the original hero roster only sacrificing the alter egos of a few and to be fair any of the newly introduced characters can be gender swapped to avoid a testosterone overload with my plan the week <laughs> he sounds like a politician now with my plan the week could look like this in the next two years <laughs> Monday Supergirl Tuesday Win- uh, Flash Wednesday Arrow if they can last beyond next season dude they're getting good ratings I don't, they're gonna last yeah they'll be fine Thursday, Legends of Tomorrow, Friday, Justice Society. Let's see them build a five-night crossover event out of that. I would be totally down for that, and I think it would be really cool. I just don't think they're going to do two uh, team shows. I just don't. I think they could have JSA on Legends of Tomorrow. I don't want to see a JSA show. I want to see like a few episodes here and there of the JSA, and then move on to another team. Like You could do out, you know, the Outsiders or something. You, know? you can do so many different... Yeah. You've got half the All-Star Squadron hanging around the Flash right now. Just and you know in. who else they're not messing around with? The Metal Men. They're not messing around with those oh, cats. You could yes. go play with the Metal Men. And they teased them, too. So, damn it. That's that's one of the things that I really like about Legends is, like, you do. You have, even if they do, screw up Jonah Hex. <clears throat> I believe they didn't, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Sheck. 
Um, As you will. No, it, it, I, you can just go so many places with it. I feel like they kind of missed a lot of those opportunities this season with having them play around with Jules Verne or whoever the hell it was. Who was it? H.G. Wells? Is that who it H. was? H.G. Wells, yeah. <laughs> I always want to say Jules Verne. Um, <laughs> don't, don't know why. <laughs> goes back to the future. Uh, Doc's kids are Jules and Vern. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Actually, he's missing something in the equation. When did he, when did, uh, did he plan on airing Supergirl? I don't know. That's a good point. And in this version, um, like, I, I'd hate to think that Supergirl was planning, uh, they, they were planning on putting Supergirl on Friday night. That seems like a huge letdown to go from, like, Monday night on CBS to Friday night on the CW. That's, that's I want to say I saw that. Let me just make sure here. I don't know. I'm not a good host. <laughs> I don't think they've released it yet. I think you're looking for something that, that isn't out. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. I did see somebody say something about, like, oh, they could pair it with blah, blah, blah. But I, I Pair it with any damn body. Problem is, I don't know uh, their schedule well enough. Like, I don't think they'll put it up next to Flash because our zombie's doing pretty well. But mm-hmm. that ends my knowledge of the rest of the CW that doesn't have a, a cape mm-hmm. or a cow. Mm-hmm. So I can't help you there as far as a good guess. Um, I mean, I don't know why they but, wouldn't keep it on Monday, honestly. Uh, see, I don't know what's airing Monday at 8 mm. Central. Wait, hold on. What? Hold on. What? We're being stupid. Nothing is airing on CW Monday. What do you mean? The shows that qualify are Gotham and uh, Flash. Nothing's airing on Monday. Yeah, they're just going to keep it on Monday. I'm being stupid. At least I hadn't thought about that. I was just thinking it was Monday as a blocked day because it has Lucifer and Gotham. But no, seriously, they've got plenty of time. They can just pop it over. Monday, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and then Constantine Reborn, I'll call it, as the JSA. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't keep it on Monday. Um, no, they keep it on Monday. I was, I was being <laughs> ridiculous. I don't know. I, I don't know. So uh, yeah, it'll dude, all be well. I would be totally down with that. Uh, I don't know. Whatever if they want to pull out a JSA show, man. Cool. Let's do it. I don't care. <laughs> Let's do it. Why not? I mean, I have a few reasons why not. Mostly, you know, involving I, not having that, time I, to inter- to review all these things. No, I, I really, I don't want to, um, I don't necessarily want to have a JSA show as much, because am I, am I wrong, or did Smallville not cover some of the JSA well enough that we've kind of seen it a little bit? Um, I mean, it was a two-part episode, man. Mm, and that and sense, was, Unlimited did just as much. Yeah, and, and it was somewhat of a, you know, like, oh, they're kind of old, and they're going to get back on the saddle and help Clark for one last That's how it's been, though, since, like, the late 50s, 60s, though, is they've, yeah. you know, the Golden Age kind of died, and it comics came back again and they revitalized everything but it was always what right. happened to them you know the, yeah. the, the originals well you know um, our buddy jeff johns wrote a fantastic run on on justice society that was like old and new characters kind of coming in to revitalize the i mean it was good it was really good <laughs> so i mean it was I exactly want... what you wanted it was everything that the new ghostbusters movie should be and is not going to be whereas like you have like a mixture of old and new and just a, a real love for the for the for the original material. Yeah, I, honestly, if you're gonna put something on uh, Friday night where you're just gonna like roll the dice and see what happens, mm-hmm. um, I man, just pull on Constantine and Spectre, like pull on Corrigan, and that's yeah, 
give that a real shot. Yeah, dude. I it, it, just it won't if you quite do be a... Justice League Dark. It'll just be a nod to it. Just... Nah, 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 nah. Screw Justice League Dark. Do a do a freaking Shadow Pack show. Oh, a Shadow Pack show. I mean, the monkey will be hard to do. Detective Chimp. <laughs> On a normal he basis, can leave that. That'll be the comedy relief. Is just they have a, a monkey they run experiments on for various purposes. Who's like extremely smart? Yeah, for monkeys. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Anyway, bring that all in. I mean, anyway. we talked about Zatanna being part of Constantine. Fuck yes, and please. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So at this Season juncture, finale involves Doctor Fate. At this juncture, we are deep into speculation. Uh, yeah, so and are, deep are into uh, being past our time. Right. Uh, the Legend of Tomorrow season finale. I keep wanting to say series finale, but I know it's coming back. I don't know. Season yeah. finale of Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I thought it was passable. Some of the plot elements were kind of dumb, uh, and I was also kind of just bored with it in a lot of places. But I loved everything with Mick, and I loved a lot of a lot of a lot of. I loved a lot of places in the episode. Um, again, I'm worried about Sergeant Rock. Kind of don't want him gone. But yeah. um, I was just so damn happy with a lot of it. Uh, by happy, I mean it made me cry. Right. I'm not gonna. Just can't be down on it. Just can't be down on it. Last two episodes be. saved a lot of the problems I had with the entire series uh, mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. They they made sense. I would agree with that to some degree. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever the hell else you can find us. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Check out the other awesome shows on the network, including our sister show, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, hosted by our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. Our next episode, we'll be getting into the news. So much news. Uh, actually, it's not that much news. But anyway, until then, keep some DC on your screen. <laughs>